Been a wild week in the world of college football, and college football writers are all worked up over a story that a low-level staffer by the name of Stallions, I think, Navy Academy grad, has been oh, stealing signs, maybe, allegedly, for the University of Michigan. And uh, they're all hot and bothered and worked up over this. Y'all know how we feel about it, but our next guest is really going to bring the thunder in Steve Dace at Michigan Podcast, Michigan Insider. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We are the Out of Bounds Show, and your SEC Insider hit this morning is brought to you by Boar's Head. Premium meats, cheeses, and hummus. Boar's Head. Game day sliders, pizza, all the goods. Oh, charcuterie board tomorrow as you're watching all the games. Powered by Boar's Head. Compromise elsewhere. We welcome in Steve Dace to ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Steve, good morning. How are you, buddy? Oh, just up here uh, covering the absolute dumbest, stupidest, fakest, contrived scandal in the history of college sports. I would imagine down there y'all are laughing at this and you're thinking, listen, man, where we live, the only violations are when you get outbid. This is (laughs) true. Okay. Uh, all right. So let let's walk our listeners through. Um, you jumped on this early. You're a huge Michigan fan. You follow the program. You follow the Big Ten. Um, why? Why do you think that the national media is so gung ho in driving this story on Michigan allegedly stealing signs under Harbaugh? I think. Well. Here, here, here are here's two things about that. Number one, I mean, Jimmy is good for business and always has absolutely, and, and and he has actually kept a very low profile um, since uh, since the debacle of 2020 when he should have been fired, and 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 frankly wasn't because he was a favorite son, and he took a page out of Brian Kelly's playbook after they went four and eight in 2016. And Kelly fired the entire staff, reinvented the whole program, actually opened up uh, his office to players to make himself available. Uh, Jimmy did all of that stuff. And it flipped and turned the, uh, the entire program around to his credit. And I think a lot of people, Bo, expected him to kind of come back to the, the brash Jimmy that you saw before, taking his shirt off, diving in pools, satellite camps down in your way, you know, uh, you know tweeting, tw- Twitter troll. He didn't do any of that. Right? He just did, you know, he, he put Bo Schimbeckler's old sign up in his office, just coach the damn team. Okay. And, and he went back to that. And so there is a business aspect of this. I mean, you have the, uh, you know, maybe the biggest name in college sports, certainly in that tier with Alabama, Ohio State, and Notre Dame. And then you can rank those teams how, thusly, however you would like. Uh, but those are your biggest brands. And uh, you combine that with his persona, and this is good for business. It is fascinating to see um, as well, I don't know if you followed this trend, but if you go and look, you're going to see that like Ohio State writers have known about this and what was coming for weeks. In fact, this week they've actually been on Twitter saying, uh, calling news stories that are going to hit national media uh, hours before they do and telling you when they're going to come out. Now, now I have no idea how... um, Scarlet and Gray 69 me on Twitter, okay, or um, or the seventh staff writer at Bucknuts 
knows that Pete Thamel is about to write a story about something that is not actually an NCAA violation, first of all, okay? Before I, how they, these people know stuff before people like Bruce Feldman do, okay? So that's a little suspicious to me. But you also live in a state where, um, you know, uh, the, the, where, where Mississippi state attorneys go through the phone records of old Miss coaches to see what they were doing at night. All right. So we're not used to this kind of skullduggery up here. We're just not, <laughs> you know, it's not how we live. It's not what we do. But um, a lot of people aren't used to Michigan caving their faces in and are having a hard time with it. The, the, this, I can summarize this entire scandal in one in this one line in this in one of the stories in the athletic that that launched it an unnamed ohio state coaching source said they were aware of michigan's sign stealing system so before last year's game they switched all their signals bo they lost worse to us last year than they did the year we knew their signals bo okay this is just this is the dumbest stupidest fakest scandal i've ever seen agree but, but, but it went from yesterday, it went from funny to sinister. When we're talking about, quote, outside law firms, unquote, acquiring things that are on private drives that would have required consent or subpoenas to get a hold of, and then they hand that, that data over to the NCAA, and then someone at the NCAA starts leaking that to the media, well, we're getting into crimes, Bo, okay, as legally obtaining personal data, then you're disseminating that. That's a crime similar to unknowingly even buying stolen, stolen, uh, you know, goods and merchandise. So it's, it's, it's very clear that there is a level of obsession with getting, uh, with smearing the Michigan program and the way it was timed right during the bye week when they can't silence people with their, uh, with, with their play and right before the college football playoff rankings come out. So there's this lull of, of content to discuss um, during the week. So, you know, I work in politics full-time. I know a PSYOP when I see it. Hell, I've been a part of a few. It looks exactly like this. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Wow. Steve Dace at Michigan Podcast on the Out of Bounds Show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. So do you believe that Ohio State people drove this to, I mean, they're, like you said, they're one of the national brands along with Michigan and a few others. Yep. Do you believe that they drove this story to the national college football writers? No question about it. No doubt. And, 
because they're freaked out now that Harbaugh beat them back to back, and he's having another uh, and damn good year this, this, in, in the game. This games is actually now. this is the best team that he's actually had. Um, Twenty one was kind of your plucky team had had a couple of stars at the top, and Aiden Hutchinson obviously that kind of carried the team. But then you saw when they got in against Georgia. I mean, yeah, I, I know they had one loss in the Big Ten, and I, obviously that's a generational Georgia team. But if you're in the if you're Michigan in the college football playoff, it it is quite arguable that maybe the only player on our team that year that would have certainly started for Georgia was actually Aiden Hutchinson. Maybe one or two others, but it it really the gap was tremendous. I think the last time, you know, I, we haven't talked in a while. I kept telling you and other people, you know, heading into last season that that team's going to actually be better. That that the the plan for for Jimmy at Michigan was to just try to go like eight and four or nine and three in twenty twenty one to get to win enough games to hold people like me off because the twenty twenty two team would be loaded. All right. And uh and JJ would be ready to take over at quarterback. Well, you know, that turned out to be prophetic. You saw that team was far more impressive and far more dominant last year. Um well this year now you've got now we're kind of in that Mac Brown sweet spot at Texas where it took him a while to get things going or or Dabo at, at Clemson. And then we're now the years and years of stability and recruiting and development and culture forming has now hit the sweet spot of, oh, we've got a first-round draft pick now at quarterback and maybe the best quarterback in school history, like a Deshaun Watson, for example. I'm not saying J.J. McCarthy's that good, but he could very well be the best quarterback Michigan has ever had. Sure. Um, and, 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 and so now we're in that nexus, in that sweet spot, and it just so happens to seem, you know, Ohio State's quarterback, Kyle McCord, who, by the way, Ryan Day, imagine you're Ryan Day. You have gotten your face caved in two years in a row. You're, you're so, I mean, you're so testy at this point that you're picking fights with octogenarian elves in, on, in post-game interviews, all right? And, and you and J.J. McCarthy wanted to go to your school, grew up a Buckeye fan. You thought he wasn't good enough, so you took Kyle McCord instead. And then J.J. turned right around out of spite and committed to Michigan just to, just to stick it to you, all right? And now you're looking at he, – he's number one in the nation in QBR. He's the, mo, he's the number one rated quarterback by any statistical measurement, any analytic you want to look at. And Kyle McCord is good, but by Ohio State standards, he's a jag, just a guy, all right? He'd be good anywhere else, but considering what Ohio State has been used to in recent memory, he's more Todd Bauman uh, than he is Troy Smith. And you're looking, at, you're looking at Michigan and what they're doing to teams. There has not been a team in the history of the AP poll era. Think about this, Bo. That's over 10,000 college football teams going back to 1936. No one has ever started a year 8-0 by scoring more than 30 points in every game and holding everybody under 10 points. Well, look at the schedule. I mean, the schedule is charm and soft. Brother, there's been a lot of charm and soft schedules since 1936, okay? And no one has ever displayed this kind of dominance. And if you're Ryan Day and you go up there and you lose the third year in a row, what happens to you? Yeah, not to mention this guy's got a history of accusing people of stealing signs. I mean, he he did this to Clemson and Dabo a couple of years ago. And it it makes sense. It's why their media has pushed this story and known about it. And, And before it got into the national media, it's how they have known what the national media was even going to write. It, 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 it's the only thing, the only thing that makes sense. And here's the other thing. This is something at least 70% of schools do. There's a hilarious photo Barrett Salee at CBS Sports, who is from the SEC, put out this morning. 
It's 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 a, it's it's like a seat geek photo of where of where Connor Stallions uh, the the seats that he bought to scout Tennessee last year in case they made the playoff. Which by the way, it is not by you can scout any team for sure any way you want. Sure, not on your future schedule. Sure. Okay, so Tennessee wasn't on our schedule. Frankly, it's pretty ingenious to go and do this for potential playoff teams. Well, this seat, Bo, it's hilarious if you're going to Barrett Silly's Twitter account. It's basically obstructed view. <laughs> and all you can see is one side of the end zone from about the 15-yard line in. And you cannot look and see the rest of the field. All right? <laughs> this, this, this was not some, like, sinister plan. Do you know, according to Big Ten rules, the coaches film that you have to supply every other school it must be HD from multiple angles and, quote, including the sidelines, okay? I saw you post that earlier in the week. I loved it. I mean, so Steve, why would they do it if there's no advantage? Well, imagine you're a 30-year-old Naval Academy grad. Your family and you have been obsessed with Michigan football your entire life. When you were a boy, they took you to every game, home and away. And because you're around the program, this, see, again, we don't understand this kind of culture up here, but you guys do. People that this is their life. They love the team, the program. It's, it's what is ingrained where you live. And you just hang around long enough they, they make you a gopher. Then they make you an intern. All right. You gra- you're, you're a naval intelligence. And they're like, people are stealing our signs. And they were. And Jimmy's like, we got to stop that. And we got to get better at stealing other people's signs. So, hey, maybe this guy from military that has some naval intelligence background, maybe he's the guy that, uh, you know, maybe he knows what he's doing. So let's give him that job that almost every coaching staff in America has somebody who has that job. All right. And so, he gets that job, and he's like, well, you know, this is the same guy that, you know, years ago wrote a 600-page manifesto about how – or 600-room manifesto how he's going to be the Michigan football coach one day, all right? And so he's like, this is my chance to prove myself, man, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this skullduggery to another level, okay? Thinks he's found a couple of loopholes in the NCAA rules. Rules, by the way, the NCAA almost got rid of in 2021, but then they figured it was pointless because with all this material on the Internet anyway, there's not much of a competitive advantage. Exactly. And – and, and, and so that's, that is this, and Ohio State thinks they're, they're, they're deep throat. This is dumb, <laughs> stupid. And, 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 and I suspect on November 25th, a lot of people that are crowing about this on Twitter right now are going to really regret what they did. Because if there was any thought, boy, you know, Michigan will get complacent with that schedule and coming off the bye, and then all of a sudden they got to ratchet up the competition and overlook all these teams. Oh, whoa. The, the amount of anger inside that program over this right now, okay? Hearing Reese Davis call them cheaters on game day with no evidence whatsoever. By the way, we're still sitting here. This Hold is on, Reese is an Alabama grad. Come on. Yeah, I know. I know. There's not a single NCAA notice of, of, of allegations have been sent to the university, not even Burger Gate. We've not been <laughs> accused of anything. Nothing. Nothing has been formally accused of the school or the program yet at all. Nothing. Uh, this is all a psyop. I just can't. All right, we're visiting with Steve Dace at Michigan Podcast. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Your morning drive is driven by your next Ford F-150 at Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. So, Steve, you can follow at Michigan Podcast on Twitter. And right right when this broke, I, you know, I'm following Steve. He's been phenomenal. It, it's been great, entertaining, and serious. And he's called it from the jump a bunch of BS. Uh, here's where I can't be- look some of the national college football writers. I don't really have anything for. Okay. But some of them, I'm yeah, like, damn, these, these people are talented. You know, yeah. it's some of them have bought, 
falling for it that surprises me, Steve Dace. It's the me. It's a see. I'm not surprised though. And if you work in sports full time, as I used to do years ago, I can see why you would be surprised. I, I put out a tweet yesterday, and it, and I said I understand, given the political bent of this university, which is very left wing, that you are you are used to these corporate media outlets being your reliable sources of information, if not your allies. Disabuse yourself of this notion, okay? You're at war with them now. And, and, it's, and, and the greatest tell of this, see, this, this is a political PR job, all right? This is what I do every day. We call it podcasting on the right, but it's basically debunking media psyops and narratives for sure. a living. That's essentially what we do, okay? And, 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 and so, I, so the, the biggest tell of them all that that's what this was is a, is a, is a venerated corporate media, media institution like the Washington Post which doesn't even cover sports anymore, has given up on it. That it essentially eliminated m- much of its sports department in the, in the current era of budget cutbacks so it could do more uh, stories like Israel bombed a hospital in Hamas for you instead, okay? So I'll, out of nowhere, of all places, the Washington Post comes off the top rope with that, with that story about, that. This, about, the, about the, guy's, the, the, the guy's drive and – and and it get and, and and they dunk on the the athletic and all these other places that do this full time and have far better sources. Why would that occur? Because this is a psyop. All right. The goal for this week during the buy, and and and, and there, here's another hint. Sometime around dinner time two nights ago, all of a sudden, uh, uh, Adam Rittenberg and six or seven other of these guys all at the same time figured out. It's amazing, Bo. It's amazing. Just simultaneously, they all just randomly figured out that the Big Ten commissioner has the right to, to unilaterally act on in issues of sportsmanship uh, in, in, in immediate fashion. Oh, good and hell. Started that. Why did they do that? Because they thought that, that an institution like Michigan would not be able to withstand the media scrutiny and would buckle. And Michigan didn't. Here's what Michigan did. They, they, they put Jimmy on his coach's show Monday like any other week. Uh, they made the players available to the media on Tuesday like any other week. They let the, <laughs> I loved this yesterday. Uh, they let the coaches leave yesterday. Uh, you saw these AP reports. The NCAA has sat down with the Michigan coach. No, they, none of them were there. They were out recruiting. Um, and you saw, the, uh, you saw the Pete Thamel story. The NCAA is there showing this is a priority issue. Michigan actually let the coaches, including Harbaugh, all leave campus. They didn't talk to a single coach there yesterday. Love it. All right. And so Michigan is just acting like, you know, this is a nothing burger. And so it's good. Michigan to be the press and they should. And so the pressure point now is the big 10, you know, where you have, you have kind of a, a new beta, you know, you know, commissioner there who didn't play any sports and comes from the TV world. The problem with that strategy is Tony Petiti is not the commissioner of the big 10 conference anymore. The president of Fox sports is okay. And if you think Fox sports is going to say, you, you, you bet, guys. Michigan-Indiana was like the third highest watched game of that week, and it was 52-7. to 7. You bet. You bet. You guys go ahead and take our meal ticket and set them aside over something almost every other damn program does. They just exploited it to the extreme. You bet. We're going to let you do that. Hell knows that we're not going to let you do that. I'm glad that the uh, Michigan leadership hasn't buckled because you, you and I have talked about this with other stories. You don't ever know which way academia is going to go. Like when we no, you brought you, you know, we brought you on during COVID yeah. and, and, and I thought your leadership in the Big Ten 
um, you know, it was just awful the direction they went. They and at that time, the Big Ten commissioner who's with tried to stop the college football season from happening right. in 2020. Right. Yeah. And the ringleader of that, by the way, was our former president, Mark Hammer. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, all right, let's, let's wrap this up on some football. Steve Dace at Michigan Podcast, because I love what you said about McCarthy. Um, you, you have played a week schedule, but you got a damn good football team. And this thing's all driving toward uh, Ohio State at Michigan in Ann Arbor uh, Thanksgiving weekend. And so you you feel like this this is the best team Jimmy Harbaugh's had, right? I do. I, I think it might be, you know, and I, I started, I became a fan at 10 years old. We moved to Michigan and, you know, over the years, you know, with my obsession, I've probably gone on YouTube or, or purchased on DVD virtually every game Michigan has ever played on TV and, and ever, you know, so I've, so I've either lived through or seen it all. I, this level of dominance on every side of the ball, I have never seen. Okay. I mean, we don't have like a 1997, 1985 level of defense. Um, this isn't a 2003 offense with the Doak Walker winner at running back and, right. you know, a guy in Braylon Edwards at wide receiver. But in terms of the overall level of dominance everywhere, I've never seen a Michigan team that it's, it's more machine than man. It's, it's the Terminator. Yeah. And McCarthy grew up, JJ McCarthy grew up an Ohio State fan. Yes. And they turned him down and went with Kyle McCord instead. It gets better and better. All right, Steve Dace, we appreciate uh, your time today at Michigan Podcast on Twitter. Plus, he's on YouTube. He's been raising hell the last week, and he's been great uh, debunking this sop, as he calls it. And uh, the pearl clutching has been pretty epic from the National College Football Writers. Hope you have a great weekend. Let's uh, let's do this again soon, okay? You got it, brother. Thank you. Take care. Steve Dace at Michigan Podcast on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. J.J. McCarthy grew up an Ohio State fan. Never knew that. I didn't know. I should have known that. Yeah. I usually know a lot of cool stuff, but I do. I did not know that, and I'm mad at myself for that. He's from LaGrange Park, Illinois. Um, we all know the last name and everything, but uh, okay. So they're the Michigan leadership, because you don't, you don't ever know which way academia is going to go, right? right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And they usually go the wrong way. That's for sure. Uh, but they have said, uh, no, this is all a bunch of BS and smoke and mirrors. And I love what Steve Day said. The commissioner of the Big Ten is the president of Fox, right? Yeah, that's so and true. Michigan draws big-time eyeballs, and they're good. And when they're good, you know, they went through that lull. You, you may not remember because you may have been younger. But Michigan went through a pretty, pretty good lull where they were down mm. as a program. I mean, they hired Brady Hoke. And well, plus Lloyd Carr was sta- it was it was kind of a, a Caesar type moment in that uh, kind of Philip Fulmer, Tennessee. But Lloyd Carr was going to stab whoever came into the buildings back gotcha. in the back. Okay, yeah. and you see that it, it, from time to time when you allow a um, very successful coach to hang around the building, right? Especially right. collegiate, like the NFL would never do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean the NFL would never let Tom Landry. Stab Jimmy Johnson in the oh, back. Oh yeah, okay? I see what you mean. And yeah. and you know they wouldn't let some Bill Cower go after Mike Tomlin. I, I, I'm trying to frame up guys that have, both guys have had success because the NFL is you know big boy business. We still get very collegiate and collegiate athletics, um, but Michigan's just basically put the bird 
up and said, you know, <laughs> like Eli did on Monday Night Football. Yeah, yeah. And, and said, we don't give a damn. And can you believe that Ohio State has driven this to the national? I mean, I guess I can believe it because we're in I mean, we know about a rivalry here, right? I mean, uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi State are at each other's throats and Auburn and Bama are at each other's throats. Not, not every day, you know, not every month, every minute. Yes. Every second, every minute, every hour. Right, waiting for and them even, to slip up. Even in the deal, the SEC. I mean, like Georgia and LSU aren't in-state rivals, but they're getting after it somewhere over a recruit. <laughs> of course, right, right of now course, as we yeah. speak, wherever in Dallas or Atlanta or Miami. Um, and I love how he says, you know, this is basically like a gnat on an elephant's blank down in the SEC, right? Because we're all going, what's the deal? I mean, you've got, again, you've got you nine travel baseball coaches and softball coaches this morning trying to steal signs for this weekend. What are we doing? <laughs> the Out of Bounds Show is driven by your next Ford F-150 at Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson.